Hey, this is Ben Fraser. Welcome to episode seven of Brick House, the podcast, tips and tricks for quitting porn. Today, I'm going to talk about a year without porn. So today, uh, as I record this, it is January 16th, 2015. For me, that will be one year, three months, and one day since I last looked at porn. So how did I do it? How did I go for one year with no porn and masturbation? First, I want to tell you a little bit of my history. I first started uh, trying to quit porn in a serious way in 2002, and I had a good long run that ended uh, in 2006. I, I managed to go without porn and masturbation for two and a half years. That was That's sort of an interesting story there, too. Uh, one of the reasons I was able to go that long was because I was dating somebody who basically said if I looked at porn, she would break up with me. That's not exactly the best reason to um, to quit porn, but it it kind of worked for that time. So that was a that was a long stretch. Um, but right now it's been a year, three months, and one day. But who's counting? So one of the things that has helped me is not counting days, which sounds kind of funny since I just count in my days, but um, to basically not think too carefully about how many days it's been. When I first started quitting, I actually had a little app on my phone, and it was counting the days, and I check it every so often, and then every so often I'd think, wow, that's a lot of days, and maybe if I get to 100, then I can quit, or it's like, well, I almost got to a month, so that's good enough, I can stop now. So counting days was not very helpful for me. In fact, it was more or less an excuse to, to act out. So I try not to count days. Uh, of course, I know what my like anniversary is. And every so often, I kind of go, oh, it's been another month. That's pretty good. But I just try not to dwell on it too much. So what else? Um, no masturbation. That I, I learned that the hard way. Um, I thought at first that if I just stopped porn, I could still masturbate. Well, what happened for me was if I was masturbating, I was thinking about porn, which feels a little sad and pathetic. It's like the least I could do would be to fantasize about actual sex with a real person, but my fantasy involved looking at porn. And so I would I would visualize the things I could look at and the things I wanted to look at. And, and after, you know, a couple times of doing that, I really wanted to look at those things because that's the way your mind works. If you keep focusing on something, you go after it. <laughs> so I I finally learned it's like I cannot masturbate if I'm going to quit porn. It just always, always leads back to porn. The end. So no masturbation. Uh, one thing that's been very helpful all along the way is good counseling. I um, meet on a regular basis with a counselor. We we take turns, actually. He counsels me. I counsel him. We've had some training in it. Um, and we meet once every couple of weeks or so. Um, I'm also in a support group that he leads. And uh, we meet every five weeks. And so that's for a group of guys who are, who are uh, counseling about quitting porn and sexual fantasies and masturbation and uh, things like that. And that's been extremely helpful to me. Another thing that's been helpful is having projects. Craig Para talks about how we can spend part of our time working on our recovery, and then we should spend part of our time having the life that we want, going after what we want. 
And for me, one of the things that I wanted to go after was uh, having a web series. And so putting a lot of energy into creating this web series, which I, ironically is about, about quitting porn, um, was a great way to, to focus my energy because if you stop porn, you end up having a lot more time and energy than you did before. And it's like, well, you need to put that time and energy somewhere. The best place to put that is towards a goal that really is meaningful to you. Um, so that's what I did. And, and it's just great to have something to look forward to and be excited about. And that helps, helps you kind of think, spend less time thinking about porn. Exercise. Uh, I think most people in recovery know the importance of exercise. It really is. Um, at one point, I, I made a goal to uh, go walking every day. That was great. Lately, I've been doing some running, some swimming. I've been doing yoga once a week. I do have a little morning yoga routine. It's just really important to have that exercise. It's also important to have exercise goals. So like, I'm going to run a 5K, and, uh, or this week I'm going to run for, for 12 minutes instead of 10 minutes. And it's something to, to feel like you're improving. It's really great to have something where you can kind of um, notice your progress. You know, and that's, I think, one thing about recovery, too, is we want to notice that we're, that we're making progress. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. One thing that's been helpful is just having compassion for myself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. You do the, you're, we're all doing the best we can. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we succeed. But we're still good people. And treat yourself well. You know, get a, get a massage sometime. Or, or um, find, you know, we, I think we have to find things that are relaxing and enjoyable that aren't porn and masturbation. That can be a challenge. But um, it's really worth finding things that are, that are really pleasant and relaxing and enjoyable. So that's, that's your assignment if you want to have an assignment. One thing that's helpful is to think about is um, scheduling. Um, there are certain times of day when I am more vulnerable. There are certain times when I tended to act out. And so if I can schedule other things during that time, then it's, I'm safer. I don't have to worry so much. Um, just it's not good to have unstructured time at a typical time when I when I would act out. So structured time, structuring your time um, to avoid uh, those trigger times is great. It's important. So uh, those are some things that really helped me get to one year without porn and masturbation. There there are more, but those are kind of some of the main ones I wanted to talk about. Um, so that's it on that. Um, I want to add a new thing to the podcast today, and that is an appreciation. So at the end of every podcast, I want to say something that I appreciate, something that's maybe been helpful to my recovery, or just something that I like. This week, I want to appreciate PornFreeRadio.com. That's Matt Dobshoots. At this point, he's got 30 podcast episodes. Matt Dobshoots has been really inspiring to me. In fact, uh, he's the reason that I'm doing this podcast in the first place. Because I heard his podcast and I thought, wow, I want to do that too. <laughs> I have things to say. And the challenge for me has been trying to say something different than Matt because Matt has covered practically everything. I can recommend all of his episodes, but especially episode 30 about um, going porn-free for 2015. Uh, episode 5, which is about travel tips. That was really helpful to me. 
Also, episode two about the feeling of being unloved and how that can be a trigger. Um, I highly recommend that. Check out check out uh, pornfreeradio.com. So that's it. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the Brickhouse web series or listen to other podcast episodes, go to brickhousewebseries.com. If you're enjoying listening and finding it useful, please subscribe and give a rating on iTunes. Remember, it's possible to go for one year without porn.